They want me to talk about a tick in the butt crack? Nazis in Germantown? Who are these idiots? Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast. Brought to you by Young Guns Archery. Featuring your favorite hosts, Justin Horn. He was the funniest motherfucker ever. And Jimmy Neese. Oh, he was fucking funny as shit. I know, dude, he's packing a hog. Do you think an Indian midget would run a gas station or a hotel? <laughs> what do you think? I'm more like a needle dick bug fucker, you know? Holy fuck, I'm famous! I'm hoping somebody comes in my mouth, actually. <laughs> I got a good load here. Not the kind of load you're looking for. Google WookieSex.com. <laughs> hey, you know, how about you milk my prostate? I don't think it's illegal. A year ago, to jack somebody off. Was this okay for public? This is J-Ho's ter- <laughs> terrible stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, I seen them earlier. She's like, look at these titties. And everybody's just like, oh, well, she's got them out again, guys. Look at this Holy shit, I'm, this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. Somebody needs to borrow an iPhone. And I said, honey, I think I got a tick in my butt track. I can eat a tick. Stay Gabies. give you 500 bucks if you can guess who's singing that i have no fucking clue it's a very famous band really 500 dollars because i wouldn't have guessed it this is part of my blues kick my and it's a a down the wormhole of is it a blues band uh, they're not known as a blues band okay um, but they've got some major hits. Are you talking like older hits? 80s? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. 70s, 80s. Okay. Let me play another one of their songs. Are you they know. dead or alive? You might. One of them's alive. One of them's dead. One of them's alive. Not Here, like, let me play this. You, you may. It's not you, like ZZ Top or nothing. You may. That's exactly is who it, really? it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly who it is. <laughs> They have another. They have another awesome, good sounding song that's kind of bluesy and rocky at the same time. It's lipstick uh, something. That sounds really, really good. I don't know if you can find it on there. If you can find it on there, that'd be awesome. So it's called lipstick. Top, uh, li- yeah, I think so. Or li- uh, lighter. What? Lighter, lighter on my dresser. I got to get paid. Oh, okay. That came up. 
So Billy Gibbons, that's who I've kind of went down this wormhole on. Yeah. That's where I came up with all that dust my broom. Have you ever heard the story of how he got his 59 Les Paul? Uh-uh. It's really cool. A 25 lighters on my dresser, yes sir. You know I got to get paid. I listen to this song over and over and over, driving down the road once that one hard. lighters on my dresser, yes sir. You know I got to get paid. And they just sound old. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So Billy Gibbons put out a, an album in 2018 of of just blues songs. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. No, what happened was, so Billy loaned a car to, the, to a female friend, and she was going out to Hollywood to try and get a part in a movie. Okay. And they're like, well, if she doesn't get the part, she'll drive back. She gets the part. He's like, sell the car, and you can send me the money for whatever you get for it. And they're like, okay. So she gets the part, sells the car. The day that he got the money in the mail, he found out that this farmer down the road had this 1959 Les Paul underneath his bed. Really? And he went and used the money from the car and bought the guitar. And they said, Billy said, for her to get that part and for this to work out like this, that's the thing from heaven. I'm going to call this guitar the Pearly Gates. So that's the name of this Les Paul is the Pearly Gates. And inside the case was a note from this female to the farmer. I guess the farmer must have played out in a band and said, hey, I really like you. I like what you do. Uh, I think you'll really like what I can do. Get a hold of me. That note was in the case. Really? Yeah. <laughs> So when you see Billy playing his Les Paul, that's a 59, that's Pearly Gates. And on my Les Paul, I ordered a custom hand-wound set of pickups from Seymour Duncan after the Pearly Gates. They're modeled after Billy's pickups oh, out of that really? guitar. Yeah. That's, bald. that's badass. Yeah. So I've been going down this um, blues rabbit hole lately. I've been checking out all kinds of blues players and blues music. and I like it. We uh, Last time I went to... not. Two years ago, I went to work in Florida, and there was a uh, they had a blues night. I got a hotel for free, um, like down on the coast. Like it was my choice rewards points. They oh had, yeah, they had a brand new resort that just opened up, and and uh, they did. I might have told this already, but anyway. So uh, with those points, it was like since it was new, it's like okay, well you can just use. It was not very much, like fifteen thousand, which isn't nothing. And you can stay for two night or a night, and I'm like, well, I'll stay for two. I, you know, usually hotels are, are thirty thousand points for a shitty hotel. This is a fucking five star resort. Wow! And like when you check in, they gave you. They were like, "Would you like a glass of wine or champagne?" And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "You motherfuckers are crazy." <laughs> uh, but anyway, so they had a blues guy playing the piano in the lobby one night, and across the street there was this little tiny bar, and. Uh, it didn't look like nothing at all, but you heard like loud music come from. I'm like, that doesn't sound like it would sound like blues music. I was like, that's not speakers. Like that's not just somebody playing music and through a you know phone or whatever. Right. I was like, that sounds. It was. Th- it sounded live, and uh, so and there's just you don't can't see it, but you walk into this little bar, and then the whole ass end of it opens up in between all these buildings. So the guy owned that, and then in between like where they used to have trash and stuff, he bought it all, rocked it all in. And there's a stage, and people just, and there was this blues band playing. 
and they were fucking awesome. Really? They were, I mean, I can't remember how many, they played so many fucking songs the whole night. It was just stupid. And it was like, had it been 10 people, like you'd have four on stage and then six in the crowd. And then every now and then they'd like the drummer would swap out or the lead singer would swap out. Oh, really? Like, oh yeah. And they that's would all cool. Just swap out and play or they'd get like six of them up there and start playing a different song or whatever. It was really cool. And they were really good. So Lori and I went to Nashville. Hell, it's been a month now. Yeah. Um, this is my first time like in Nashville. I've been through Nashville on the interstate, but never in Nashville. And we went down on the main strip down there where there's bars. There's so many freaking bars and every bar has one to three levels and they have bands playing on every level in every bar. So any given night, I'd, I have no idea how many bands are playing in Nashville. It's got to be hundreds. Okay. So oh, uh, yeah, every bar has got some kind of, every bar has got three floors, <laughs> two to three floors with live entertainment on every floor. <laughs> yeah. We went to Miranda Lambert's bar and on the bottom, they had this country group. And then on the second floor, what did they have on the second floor? No, Miranda had a restaurant on the second floor, but you go up to the third floor and it was like a, it was a newer, younger girl lead singer. And they were doing like Bruno Mars type stuff and people yeah. were dancing, having a hell of a time. Uh, we went to uh, Dirk's Bentley's bar, Whiskey Row or whatever. Yeah. Hell of a band played there. What I noticed was, so the bass player was this guy and he looked, he looked like you or me, he just had a beard and he's kind of heavy set, and he had his phone on the mic stand and he was scrolling along to the music that's how he was playing was just scrolling along and playing from his phone yeah he was a hell of a player and then so that band's finishing up and uh he keeps his equipment on the stage and everybody else tears down and he stays and he starts playing with the next band from his phone so that's all this guy does i guess I'm, there's probably many people like him that that's all he does is plays in these bands off of his phone. They just give him the set list and he, so he's, one, he's like the go-to guy for like, we don't have a bass player. Can you come play? He's apparently, <laughs> and I'm, I'm kind of wondering, is that what he does for a living down there? You reckon he just plays in bars constantly? You know how much money he could probably make. Doing that? Well, I was because talking they have to, to pay him a little extra. Well, I was talking to somebody him. though, and they were telling me in the Nashville scene, this guy lived in Nashville. I actually met him in Terre Haute at the music shop. Okay. Um, I was at quizzing him about, it. I said, Hey, I was just down there. The music scene's incredible, blah, blah, blah. He went down there years ago to try and get famous and he okay. ended up having a family and he comes back to visit. I said, what's the deal with this? I explained the bass player. He goes, yeah, he goes, that happens a lot. He goes, you play with people that you don't know. You just send them the set list. And uh, I said, is that a good living? He said, well, you can make enough to eat, but you don't eat well. He said that all the bands get paid is whatever people tip in the buckets out front. Really? So I'm like, so even that guy who's not technically in the band gets a cut out of that and that's it. And he's like, yeah, that's how it works. Wow. So you're hoping that people are tipping. Yeah. Or somebody just recognizes you and is like, hey, we need to bass player. Yeah. He was a hell of a good player. But um, there was one bar that was playing blues and I went in and Lori didn't want to go in. She stayed out in the street. <laughs> So I went in there and checked them out there, but it was a great time. We ended up at Blake Shelton's bar, yeah. big red, and it was an old bank. And so they had like three floors and on the main floor, they've got the big stage and the second floor is like open and that's where the restaurant's at. Yeah. 
And so you can look down while you're eating and watch the band play, or they have it up on big screens all over the place. Really? Super nice place. So my, my wife, the klepto, when she gets to drinking, she wanted to buy this mixed drink that came in a old red cup. Okay. And it came, you had your choice between like a beer glass or this little mason jar looking thing. And she wanted the mason jar looking thing, but the lady made it in the tall, like beer looking glass. Yeah. And Lori's like, no, I wanted the, she's like, oh no, I'm going to wrap one up for you, hon. It, I'm going to put that one in, in the bag and wrap it in napkins for you. So it doesn't break. And she's like, oh, okay. So we go over there and eat. And Lori's like, oh, I really like this glass. too." <laughs> <laughs> so it went in the bag. <laughs> She paid for one and took two. Took two. <laughs> yeah. So if I ever meet Blake, I owe him a. Yeah, you owe him a glass. Yeah. Although what we paid for that shitty food, we're probably even. <laughs> no, but we had fun. I highly recommend Nashville. Yeah. I will tell you this. If you ever get to go to Knoxville, they have a really, really good blue, uh, blue scene there. Do they? Yeah. Knoxville. No kidding. Knoxville's got a good one. Yeah. What is Knoxville known for? Blues. No, there's something else. Knoxville, Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah. No, is this something made down there? Or? Oh, probably a bunch of stuff. It's an old, old town. There's some reason I'm, not, I'm thinking something about Knoxville I've heard. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank right now. It's been a really long time since I've been there, but when I say blue scene, I mean like, it looked like, <clears throat> when I went there, and it was years ago, I mean, it was old guys, like, in their 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. like, looked run down, but. The whole place sounds great. Yeah, exactly. they're awesome at it. Awesome at it, yeah. Well, that's what the guy was telling me at the music shop. He said, there's guys down there that are working menial, pissy jobs because they're really good musicians. He's like, they there's probably some people down there that you'll see like picking up trash or sweeping streets or cleaning stuff. He's like, that are probably world-class musicians. They just haven't been discovered yet. Yeah. They're just trying well, to make I mean, it. And I was just about to say that. Look at TikTok. How many amazing fucking players are on there? Here's the thing, though. And I didn't think about this. Joe Bonamassa, I think, was talking about how hard it is to get discovered and how the world of TikTok and this and that. He said, but he goes, you have to ask yourself when you're watching these people, how many takes was that? How many takes did it take them to before they that's, were happy with it and true. put it out? That's very and true. I never looked at it like I that. Didn't either. And like singers and stuff. Like you see, but that's true. They could have done it like 16, 17 times. They can't do it every time. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. And I hadn't considered that. Yeah, me neither. I'm like, oh shit, you're probably right. Yeah. He's like, how many people can do it live one take every time? Right. He's like, those are the people that make it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a really good fucking point. Yeah. I hadn't considered that. I'm like, yeah, no shit. That goes along with the online is fake, yeah. you know? It is fake as fuck. Still, it's it's fun to watch, but it's fake as fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I'm still not into the TikTok thing. You were for a little while. No, you weren't. No, oh, I, only if people send me the videos. It's, I just got a bunch of funny stuff on mine. Tracy's like, "How do you have that?" Yeah, that's okay. Uh, Tracy's like, "How do you just have funny stuff all over? Like stupid stuff comes up on mine." I was like, "It's just what you click on. Like it's." You got to hit the like button on like really funny shit. And then eventually it's just nothing but stupid shit comes up on your TikTok. Is that what it is? Like has an algorithm that follows. Yeah. That's all mine is full of just funny people. And it's really fun to watch. It is so hot and steamy in here. My glasses are literally (laughs) fogging up. I just realized I haven't seen you without your glasses on so long. And your eyes are smaller. 
They are. <laughs> Take your glasses off. <laughs> I was looking the other day in the mirror. The glasses do a good job of hiding the bags under my eyes because uh, yeah. I'm always so tired. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna be tired fucking tomorrow and the next day. Do you have any of those little pills your dad has? No, no, no special pills from dad. Dad took Thursday off and forgot I was going to grab a few off of him. No performance enhancing? No performance enhancers, nope. Oh, shit. Nope. Well, you got Tracy, though. She can help drive. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll swap You can out. take turns. Yeah. Although I can't picture you tapping out. Oh, I don't care. On a drive. I, I, it don't bother me anymore. Really? Yeah. I, if she wants to drive, I'll let her drive. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not stressing about it. So we went to the uh, local MMA show yeah, last about, weekend. Heard about that. It was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. There was, uh, it started like the other amateur or pro-am or however you say that, What whatever class of fighters these guys are. Started just like the other and where the first couple fights look like your drunk uncles out in the backyard fighting at a barbecue. Oh, yeah. They're just not very much skill involved. <laughs> like you could get up there and it'd probably look about the same. <laughs> yeah, like I would have had a shot <laughs> right. with the first couple. But I told Carter, I said, that still takes way bigger balls than I have to get up there and do it. Fuck yeah. I ain't getting up there and getting punched on the face on purpose. So then about fourth fight in, what they were doing was the guys would walk up on the stage and it was kind of behind us because I bought a table and it was right there by the by the cage. I mean, the cage is right there at that wall. Yeah. They were that close. And the dude walks up and looks like he just got off a prison bus. I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck, it's getting real. I mean, he looks scary. Right. Like yeah. this dude's got skills. He's chiseled. Right. You yeah. just tell. Oh, I, when I went to the one down south and uh, uh, down around Farmersburg, but is it Farmersburg or is there one? Yeah, south of Terre Haute. Yeah. Uh, I went to that one down there and you could tell once it got to the real people, because that guy, come, he had an Under Armour shirt on. I could still see like all the yeah. tabs and like and yeah. stuff. And I'm just like, I'm like, that's a lot of fucking work right there. Like that's, that's not just a little, that's well, and every you, you day. Can, you can training. see it in their eyes too. They're not zero scared. No. The first guys are all, it's their first time like in the cage. They're like, and stuff like scared. That. You can see it in their eyes. Right. You can yeah. see the, the nerves. Yeah, the these guys motherfuckers they're like, they're like looking, see if they got a hangnail or something. Just these now. guys were stone cold, like just you could see it in their eyes. They're ready to fuck some shit up. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's kind of. And so once those fights started, man, they were good. A lot of good scrambles. Um, there was only one fight that went three rounds. Yeah, um, it was a fucking fantastic fight. There was a kid from Brazil that was good at jujitsu. Fucking tough. Yeah. I mean, he could take a punch. And this kid from Indy, I think his name was Chris Ariola, maybe. How, how old is he? The kid from Brazil? Yeah. Uh, early 20s, maybe. Oh, okay. No. Kid kind of. Different kid. Short hair, but but it was full head of hair. Like, it wasn't short, short. Is he like lightweight? Was it like little little, little guys? Tall guys. Tall guy. Okay, yeah, no. They were probably lightweight, like 155, right. but they no, were tall. I'm talking like, uh, the guy I know that used to do it, I don't know if he does it anymore, is like five foot. So yeah. the title fight at the end of the night, there was a young kid from Brazil and he was not an ounce of fat on him, shredded. And he had dark short hair. He was shorter. Yeah. Um he was fucking phenomenal. He was two and oh. This was his third fight. He was already the champion. Right. Oh and this guy came in, he was older, probably in his mid thirties, maybe. Yeah. He looked older. His name was Phil something, Phil the pain, and then his last name. Right. 
He fucked his shit up. He he submitted him fast. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He was down. You could tell. He had that I'm ready to fuck some shit up look on his in his eyes and on his face. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like intimidating size. He was fucking chiseled. Looked like a model. Huh, just ready to fucking... Oh, what are you trying to get all sexy up on him, Jimmy? No, I'm just telling you. He could probably have his choice of the women there. <laughs> He'd have his choice of Jimmy if he wanted to. <laughs> a, few, a few drinks and a pinky. He's, he's in there. That's right. Let me tickle your prostate. <laughs> no, but it was a good time. Um, I'm glad I went. I love that shit. I love seeing it in person. Yeah, I've only seen it once, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We've just been camping a lot. Have you? Yeah, that's all we've been doing. Where are you camping at? Uh, like Forest Park and Prairie Creek stuff down south. Yeah, uh, I think we might go to end up going to Hawthorne for the years out. But my truck don't like my camper. Really? Not really. How big's your camper? Thirty-one foot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big one. All she wants. All she wants. You got the anti-sway hitch yep, on I it. Got all that stuff on it. It still doesn't like it. Still doesn't like it. Really? Yeah. What kind of gas mileage you get when you're pulling that? Oh, it's not bad. Uh, like eight, sixteen. <laughs> no. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Well, you're pulling that big ass camper. Twelve to sixteen. Yeah. No freaking way. That's that bully dog man. Does wonders. You running downhill or something? No. Just not going. I mean, I'm not going that fast. Yeah. On on seven. Once I get up to speed, like going through Brazil and stuff, if I just let the camper and the truck do the work, like not rev up the engine and yeah, like I don't, it don't take much. Get up to speed. Yeah. Now coming back from, well, it really only took me. About a tank of gas, or not even a tank, to come back from uh, south of in- Indy, bringing it home, uh, way south. It was like two and a half hours away. Okay. So, uh, I can't remember where it was. Down where Matt and them live is where I, where it was at, just south of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, gotcha. Uh, and it wasn't that bad, but it did. It don't like going 70 mile an hour. No. Yeah. Hates it. Absolutely hates Your it. Your truck hates it? Uh, yeah. Why? It just starts start swaying. Oh. Just because there's just not enough. Starts truck. wiggling. There's not enough truck. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and if I'll, I'll put Isn't that way. how that shit usually works? People buy a camper and then they end up buying like a 2500 or 3500. Yeah, usually, but I'm not. So. <laughs> You're not? Not right now. She, uh, Tracy was like, You want to take it down to Tennessee? I was like, It might take me a day to get there, but uh, I don't care. Whatever. I ain't doing over 65. Really? No. And if the wind's blowing, it's worse. Oh, I bet. It's, it's just, I think what I got, I, I got to I gotta work on it a little bit on just getting everything leveled out a little better. Uh, but for the most part, like, I got spooked, but really it's not that, uh, apparently they all sway a little bit. Um, and, uh, but with the sway bars and the uh, weight distribution, uh, I didn't know how much the weight distribution worked. I never actually had the trailer on the truck without the weight distribution on it. Because with them, with the bars, it does not squat my truck. Like, it just squats it a little bit. Okay. And, uh, but with, I took them off one time because I couldn't get the bars on it where I parked the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a parked camper. So, I back down and got it and got it on flat ground. When I got it on flat ground, I couldn't even get a fucking cinder block under the son of a bitch to jack it up. Really? <laughs> Holy shit. I had, I had to jack it up off the ground. Put the weight distribution bars on it and just not tighten it up as much as I could, and then jack it up, put it on the center block, jack it back up again, and then. How does it. that weight distribution work? Uh, like, just, where's it hook up at? So, 
what you end up doing is, uh, I don't know the science behind it at all, I, and it's probably not the right way to do it. It's just whatever Redneck has told me to do. You jack up the truck and the trailer at the same time this way. Okay. And then you put the bars on, and when it comes back down, it kind of sits oh, on those bars. Kind of pinches it? Yeah. And and then that's, that's how you get it to level out. Gotcha. And, uh, and, but I will, like the one guy that told me, I was like, well, it's 8,000 pounds dry. He's like, so you're probably going to pull about 9,000 pounds. I'm like, I don't think I'll put a thousand pounds worth of shit in there. Well, yeah, you do. After taking it out two or three times, buying a bunch of shit and all that stuff. You got it full of shit. Yeah, you end up just full of shit. Kids love it? Oh, yeah. Fucking love it. Good. We got into a fucking rainstorm. Uh, That big rainstorm that came through last weekend? Yeah. So, this is fucking hilarious. One of my bars is kind of just bouncing because um, it's electric. The awning's electric. Okay. Right? So it doesn't have. Of like, course it is. Yeah. You fly high kite. Oh fuck yeah! I got a good deal on that fucking camper. Um. So, but the only bad part about the electric awnings is on the one that's not electric, it's got a big thick bar that comes all the way down to the bottom of the camper. Well, this okay. one just kind of folds out and sits there. All right. Um. So you have to tie it down with something if there's wind. Well, I didn't fucking know that. We hadn't been in a windstorm. We hadn't really been in the rain that much. Yeah. So this thing starts coming, and I see my fucking awning start jerking up doing this shit i'm like i am not losing this motherfucker the fourth time we had it out <laughs> and and so i'm sitting there i start taking the lights off of it and i'm like we're gonna roll it up we're just gonna roll it up and our shit will get wet that's out there under it and it's fine we'll dry it off tomorrow yeah i was like i ain't paying It'll dry. five grand for a fucking electric no not gonna happen and uh so as soon as i get the lights off of it and go to roll it up fucking electricity goes out Oh no! Yes. So here comes. So you this, can't roll it up. So here comes this fucking storm, and I mean, it. It was like it looked like Twister, is what it looked like. That's how bad it was coming through the campers, and everything's swaying and shit. And I'm like, I'm, I looked at the awning, and it started raining and hailing. And I'm, I looked at the awning. I looked at, at like at the wind that was. I mean, it was it starting to go up. And I looked at Tracy. I said. I said, blow, you son of a bitch, blow. And I Lieutenant Dan that fucking awning. The whole Did you time. really? I stood out there and held that son of a bitch down through the whole storm. <laughs> Why don't you have a generator? Huh? Why don't you have a generator? I do. Why didn't you turn it on? I didn't take it. Oh, damn it. I didn't take it. We got full electric water hookup. There's your lesson. There's my lesson. I always put the fucking generator in the back whether you're going to use it or not. Yeah. Because yep. that would have been handy. It would have been real fucking handy. Even if, and then my battery was dead. Figured out my battery was dead too, which I don't think it ran the awning. Battery on the camper? Yeah, the okay. backup battery for the lights and, and refrigerator and stuff. Gotcha. And uh, so, yeah, so I got to get a new battery now, and I will forever take for that thing. But I also, okay, so this picture this. I had four kayaks and three bikes in the back of my truck while pulling the camper. <laughs> Damn. Why don't you put the kayaks in the camper? Fucking Jenga, huh? I can't. It won't no won't it, fit. With the way you have to see it, it's it's awesome. But the way the bar comes out, um, it's like doorway, and then the bar kind of runs down the side, and the yeah. other side is is the entertainment. You side. have like kickouts, don't you? Slide outs. Slide outs. It's got two of them. Yeah, fucking money. Yeah. No, not really. Fucking money. Not really. It was. Oh, uh, listen to him. So nice. Fucking sandbagger. So nice dating somebody is fucking it makes sandbagger. Just as much money as me. Fucking There's so much stuff I want to say on the podcast. That I Sandbagger. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw Whisker Biscuit last night. Speaking of not being able to say things on the podcast, that was nice. You saw one? 
I saw your whisker biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I did see a few whisker biscuits. <laughs> a lot more than normal at the fair. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of weird for this area. Caught me off guard. To, me off at a guard 4-H too. fair. I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah, like, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I guess they're selling pork here later. <laughs> I think Jen. What, what the fuck was I going to tell you? I don't remember. There's something about your camper. You say I'm sandbagging or something. Yeah, you're hiding the true value of the camper. Oh no, it's no. We, uh, we got it for sixteen five. The whole thing is two thousand fourteen. A lot of fucking money. Uh, yeah, it is. But not if you got somebody that can pay it with you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean. My my next big I'm purchase. I'm splitting a three hundred dollar month payment. I mean, I don't give a fuck. One hundred fifty bucks a month. Yeah, yeah, that's not I, bad. I mean, I'm fuck. That's easy. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, but I mean, we went to go for the bank, and they appraised it. Like, and you know what? Like twenty eight thousand or something. like If that. that's your jam, and that's what you like to do, I didn't know if we were gonna like it or not. It was a fucking whim, dude. It was. Was, was it? Like, yeah. Like we went camping one time in our other shitty camper. That we fixed up. Right. And then we sold it. The only reason we sold it is because somebody offered us full price that we were asking. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, but well, we're planning on going camping three or four times. And we found this on a, a fucking steal, really. And you're enjoying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enjoying Loving it. Loving so, it. Yeah. Good. Like, you go to Fowler Park, take all the kayaks. You can park right on the water, put the fucking kayaks out in the water, and just sit up and stuff. Good. And it, But the cool thing about Prairie Creek is, is there's a lot of raccoons that like to come up close in the middle of the night under your lights yeah and so i just packed my cold steel blow gun poor coons are nice looking for a free hand out of food and you're fucking shooting them them, put them down baby oh just oh yeah those big fat can't walk bastards just getting in your trash can tearing your fucking camp those poor fuckers i'll shoot a coon any day of the week shouldn't that be like off limits Shouldn't that, isn't that kind of like, it's only illegal in the Northern States. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that kind of like fish in a barrel? Yeah. Shooting a coon at a campground. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that un- unethical? Uh-huh. Yeah. But you get a few drinks in here. Fucking really poacher of the week. Start That's with, how you know start, you, you start fucked with a hatchet. Up. Start with a hatchet and that don't work. And then you're like, fuck, I'm packing a blowgun. <laughs> I, haven't, I, I haven't done it. I don't think I ever will. But, uh, but yeah, right. No, I probably won't. Do <laughs> uh, you have something in your eye there, Justin? A little <laughs> yeah, dust. It's sweaty in here. It's a lot of it is sweaty. No shit. It's like we're broadcasting live from the fucking sweat lodge. Yeah, that's what it's like. We're fucking in here. I've, I've lost five pounds since I stepped in. So Lori's place. Lori's new thing is uh, she wanted a, she wants a camper. We had a camper when we lived in Marshall. She loved it. I'm. It's a lot of work unless, I'm of unless the you spend money on it. I'm money. of the mind that why... W- Jimmy doesn't want to leave the fucking house. Here's the thing. We live on 60 acres secluded. Nobody buy us. Hey, let's spend 30000 and drag a camper down so we have a neighbor eight feet from us. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, look, I said, if you want a camper, I'll build a cabin down at the pond up on that little rise. It's just not the same. Well, so we finally came to an agreement. Uh-huh. We're going to get a pool. We're going to get an in-ground pool instead. Oh, really? She's wanting a pool. She's okay. like, oh, let's just get... I'm like, we are... Not, if we're doing a pool, a legit pool, I am not buying an above-ground pool. In-ground salt water. 
I'm buying an in-ground pool. We're gonna if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right. Do it may it. not happen for a couple of years, right. but I don't want I, some I, piece I, of shit that I, I have to I mow know, around I know and a contractor that can hook you up. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, Tracy's brother. Oh. He built his pool. His, Did he? He's got a heated pool with an electric cover on it and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Yeah. He's fancy. He is fancy. Yeah. yeah he's fancy, Mr. Fancy Bear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've been swimming in the pond, but the, the parents of the snake kind of kibosh the <laughs> everybody's joy. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Puts well, a damper on it's it. Nice to, it's nice to have a pool, though. I mean, it is. Yeah. Especially it's right there. You can just go out and get in it. But That's what know, I told you know her. you're still going to buy a camper. Eventually. No. Yeah, you will. Uh-uh. You don't think you will? Nope. Never, ever? Mm-mm. Ever, ever. And why would we? I don't know. Why, why would you? Go camping. You can go camping with us. So pull your camper out here and we'll fucking hang no, out? We go, and... we go with all the kids and there's like three or four campers go. I got room. I got outlets. <laughs> I'll hook you guys up. We got ponds we can swim in and kayak in and fish in. That's true. You got trails in the woods out here. That's true. Yeah. I mean... Why go camping? And then there'll be a swimming pool. Yeah. All of swim- older than playground. We got a shower out on the back patio. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we got a shower. Yeah. Yeah. I got a shower. Shower, shitter, all kinds of stuff. Have you showered in it? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. Is it decent or no? It, it is. It really is. Our shower sucked for, in our camper. For what it is. It's just short. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, I mean, that's about it. But everything else is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Plenty of room. So I know what I was going to tell you. There is a series on Netflix. <laughs> Have you heard of or seen uh, Sex Rooms? No. So it's a show on Netflix. Sex and rooms. this lady is kind of like a sex therapist designer. She does interior design and she designs these sex rooms for these couples. Okay. These rooms are nothing but to have sex. <laughs> that's that's, that's, if that's you get, like they're. If you're in that room. That's what you're doing. It's like their sexual getaway. So you need to watch it. It's fucked up. I'm telling everybody right right now, it's fucked up. It's it's fucked up. Like so how so is it fucked up? Episode two, I think they had gay guys, and so I fast forwarded through the gay guys. I didn't watch. (laughs) I didn't watch it at all. And then the guy at work, the guy at work who I just grosses me out. I don't want to watch it. So the guy at work who told me about it, his wife came by the other day. And she's like, she said, hey, did Matt, Matt got you on that sex room show, didn't he? I said, yeah, I started watching it. She goes, wasn't that gay guy's room like freaking awesome? I'm like, no idea. Fast forward through it. She's like, what? I'm like, as soon as the gay guys came on, I held down the fast forward button <laughs> until they were done with their part of the show. And then I started watching it. She's I don't like, need that. I got enough shit on my brain. I don't need the visual of two guys fucking. I just, you know, I don't even want to see their fucking special furniture that they picked out. She's <laughs> like, you did not. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't want to watch it. So anyway, you need to check it out. It's fucking. Uh, yeah, I have to. There's have you, like, have you seen the, uh, the gold one? Have you seen that on there? The gold one? Yeah, but I'm looking for gold in Alaska. Yes, looking, I'm watching it look, now. ADAC, Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! That show get gets you just. I'm only like episode three, maybe. Okay, I won't say. Is that it a waste of time? It is it like Oak Island? You're gonna fucking watch eight years worth of that shit and they don't find nothing. <laughs> no, but 
it is a lot of the same episode over and over and over. <gasps> Look what we found. It's a bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they don't find any more bombs. They only found one bomb. Oh, okay. But that was pretty cool, and they had to detonate it and all that shit. That was pretty sweet. That, I haven't oh, seen the detonation. Got to that part. That's okay. Ah, don't worry okay. about it. But, don't worry about it. It ropes you in so fucking bad just to get to the end, and then you, it makes you want to see the season two. Because there will be a fucking season two. Oh, shit. Yes. I'm a sucker for those kind of shows, I too. I too, right now. Fucking, I watched that whole fucking took thing. me like seven years to finally give up on Oak Island and be like, okay, I'm done watching those guys. Right. It's like the fucking Finding Sasquatch first few episodes. Oh, like, yeah. This, you're like, oh, my God, they're going to find one. Come on, Bobo. <laughs> find them. <laughs> they're out there in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Making fucking noises and shit. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but the cool thing, uh, the thing I like about it the most is there's a legit pirate story behind it. I know. That was cool. That's what gets me. Yeah. Because they throw in that fucking information. But here's the thing, though. Honestly, ask yourself. It's 1953 when they found the first one, yeah. I think. So they find a can. They find. Why wouldn't the Navy or the Army or whoever they don't fucking they send don't, in people to dig that shit they, up? They didn't give a shit back then. Back then, you're talking fucking. They thought. We we're gonna get invaded, so they just threw all the they just threw shit on top of it. Like if you really think about it, all that like there's you'll get to the point where there's housing too. Have you been to that? Yeah. Part? Okay. Yeah. So all the housing and everything was just thrown out there. That was it. And that's just what they did. They didn't give a fuck about somebody finding a thing of gold. They just did their little news article. The Army technology back then, they probably could have come in before they fucked it up and put everything over it. They probably could have come in and found it all with their scanners and got it and. Probably right, yeah. I mean, what they say, $350 million worth of gold? Today. Not back then. Well, what was it back then? $100 million? Yeah, probably, but $100 million. $60 million, $50 million? to the fucking government and shit. Man. But, and they didn't, they probably never even did research on it to see how much it, it was. They just thought it was a random ass coin. They yeah, had. that's true. That could have been. They, they didn't. Two of them. Could have been they didn't know the pirate story. and Yeah. The pirate story didn't start until after, I think, like the second one had been found. When they were building the housing, I think it was a couple of years later. Or yeah, something like they that. were digging trenches for the housing. Yeah, uh, and then and then that's when like because most of these people that are there lived there their whole life. Like they lived in that military housing and all that stuff, so they kind of grew up with the story, which is kind of weird. So everybody's like bounced, but yet there's that one guy who's still the mayor. Yeah, and he seems like a pretty smart, legit dude, too. Yeah. Yeah, so there's got to be more there than what what they say the residence is, like 100 and something, maybe? Is it? Yeah, it's not very many at all. 100 and something, maybe like 50 something. Why would you, if it's in the middle of nowhere, Alaska, why would you stay there? Uh, uh, I, I think most of them were hunting and fishing. But, but. You have to be careful because there's so much unexploded ordinance. It's not like you can just go out and do what you want. Right. So, but, uh, but if, so you, why if you, stay if there you, if, if it's like that? It, if you read it, all the uh, unexploded stuff are in places that regular people aren't allowed to go. So, all these places that they're digging, they had to get government permission to dig there because of the unexploded, because of all the unexploded stuff. Yeah. So, that's why they're all professionals and stuff like that. I think there's a lot more behind it than what you think there is. And uh, most of that stuff has been co- combed over for the most part. Um, I, I think it's fucking funny they found a Chinese one. So did they actually drop bombs on that fucking place? Yeah, I know. Like, was it Chinese or Japanese? Uh, maybe it was Japanese. I maybe think it was, it was Japanese. From them, but but it was just fucking under the ground. Yeah. I'm like, 
that was it like was there a fucking war we didn't know about right <laughs> did japan year? bomb yeah. it mm-hmm. back but, in the day but so it it's pretty fucking it's pretty interesting but at the same note it's like when you get to the end you're like i just want i just wasted it feels like i kind of wasted eight hours of my life but i didn't because you have all this new information about this little place in Alaska you didn't know about and this story about a pirate. And then you get some military stories on top of that, which I'm a sucker for, too. Yeah. So you got all that kind of wrapped into one. They did a really good job of, of all that. But if you're just in it for somebody finding a piece of gold, you might as well just turn it off. <laughs> um, ooh, man, it's hot out Did here. you know that Duck Dynasty is coming out with a gold show? You know, uh, get rich or something like that. Jace is real big into um, mind detecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hell, I thought about it. Two people find some fucking shit. I've realized that we we are in our own little world here, Jimmy. And there's people just out there making a bunch of money doing nothing, right? Just a little bit of extra something here and there. How come we never? I don't know. There's a guy at work that delivers for Amazon. Apparently, there's an app on your phone. And you can just pick how many packages you want to deliver and make an extra three, four hundred dollars a weekend. Delivering Amazon packages. Three to four hundred dollars? Yeah, he said he averages anywhere from two seventy five to four hundred bucks a weekend. A weekend? Yeah. Well, how much is he driving his own vehicle? Yeah. So how much is he making? Like that's what is yeah, he that's burning what he, that's through what he's actually making. He's not burning through gas or nothing like that. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I don't know. And that's just him and his wife does it too. I guess they do it for like three or four hours every morning on the weekends. And then, yeah. He says just just extra cash. So um, we're going to do a group call to a couple guys that were talking shit apparently during your Facebook live. Oh, okay. Um, Apparently the shirt I'm wearing pissed them off and they're boohooing and crying about it. Okay. On... uh, Facebook Messenger. So I'm going to call them real quick and get them both on the phone. See what they have to say for themselves. Should I pause the show? Nope. I mean, while I get them on. Nope. Absolutely not. See how fast they are. Well, hello. Good night. I love you, baby. You love me? What's up? What are you doing? Yeah. Lane, can I down? Oh, okay. Um, do you have just you a minute? Doing? Well, I'm getting ready to attack you and Cody live on the Wobbly Arrow podcast, but I need to get Cody on the call too. So can you hang on one second? Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can get Sanchez on here. Might as well get Richardson on there too. This is riveting podcast material. Oh, yeah. It's all their fault. Right? They're talking shit. That's right. Cody. What's up? Hey, I'm merging Gene in. One second. Maybe. Gene, are you there? I'm here. Cody, are you there? I'm here. Welcome to the Wobbly Arrow Podcast. It's about the only way we get invited to this fucking thing. So you guys are running your suck pipes on Facebook Messenger. What the hell is your problem? Uh, we were just wondering about the shirt that you were wearing. That was all. 
the shirt that I that I made myself, like what was that, two years ago? Yeah, well, we were just wondering. What's wrong with it? Do what? What's wrong with it? God, you guys would be awesome to have on the podcast. <laughs> so fucking awesome to have on this fucking podcast. What? <laughs> I mean, I just remember a whole lot of Jimmy and these shirts, and I, I, I wish I could remember exactly what it was Jimmy told me he was going to do with that shirt, and now he's wearing it two years later. He's going to wipe his ass with it or something? Something like that. Yeah. Where's the other guy at? What? He's right here. Okay. Glad we invited gets, you guys. He in gets the stage shy. He does he gets stage shy in the actual podcast booth too. So. Oh yeah, he does. We did a podcast in here. That's right. Yeah, for the racing deal. When we do podcasts inside there. He buys shit, so now he's figured out he just doesn't need to talk. I guess. Oh. Oh, is that what that was? We shamed him into it because he talked about it. Into his triple monitors. Yeah. What do you end up spending, he Cody? Yeah, Monica yelled at me How much did you spend? Uh, well, I bought the Fubu and the monitor right there, so I think it's like almost two grand. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we shamed him into it. I mean, I spent my stim- both my stimulus checks plus some of my taxes. Hey, well, hey, it was just free money. Right. I mean, I didn't pay it back enough. Yeah. He told us for six months he was buying that, and we put him on the spot in the podcast, and he had no choice but to buy him right then and there. Oh, he bought it live on the podcast. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah, Cody's all talk. Not today, he's not. Hey, at least I'm not wearing a CRL today. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you got? That's all we came in there to comment. You had no comment for us when he read it off to you and told you what I said. I was actually um, working on well, this. I've been, wait- I've been waiting on a podcast the last like- What? Your phone's cutting off. I've been waiting on a podcast for the last like six months. Yeah, must do. <laughs> <laughs> He was wondering when one was going to come out. We wasn't sure. It's getting a little uh, cobwebby in here. Yeah, that's no shit. We walked through the cobwebs tonight to get yeah, here. <laughs> I got my I got an old fishing pole out and just started whacking them down. Yeah, we weren't 100% positive Jimmy was live anymore. Uh, no he, podcasts, no sightings of him. Or... He, likes to, uh, he likes to stay in the house. He don't, he don't like to get out and go do nothing. For, no, but you don't hang out with us no more, that's for sure. God damn. <laughs> Keep going. Keep telling me what a piece of shit he is. Yeah. <laughs> he don't invite us out there no more. Uh, used to be our yearly vacation. We ain't got them invited to there anymore. And try to get him to come down here, but he's too busy fucking around with you guys to come down here in November. So. Well, he ain't fucking around with me either. You know, no, like here's the thing. They they have a yearly they have a yearly get together in Charlotte yeah. for the Dirt Nationals during primetime rut. 
Oh, why the fuck would you invite him then? Well, damn, I can't change the fucking date of that. It's only been the same damn date for the last 20 years. Well, that ain't his fault. That's right. Well, then shoot a deer That's... on a different fucking day. I don't know what else to no, it doesn't. Work, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that well, way. I mean, well, neither does the world finals. So I don't... Oh, they can move that shit. Hey, we're well, going to do it. This, we're going to do it this way. What? Cody, your phone's breaking up bad. Yeah. Pay, pay your phone bill, Cody. Get a better phone. Is that better? Yes. I think Jimmy's out bad luck to me. Sound like you're announcing the fucking race. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my house bad luck for you? Well, last year I quit my job. Oh, yeah, that's right. What, did you talk about he quit his fucking job, too? No, that was all him. Oh. That was all him. He was in a union job, and they were getting screwed or something. Oh, okay. So, like, everybody yeah, quit him. on the same day. We got him drunk and said, here's a great idea. Spend $2,000 and quit your job. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck them kids. <laughs> oh, man, I expected... A little more from this, I think. I'm not sure who I'm madder at. At them for not talking shit, or... I, I think that's it. Or for me for calling them? Uh, yeah, for you for calling them. <laughs> Listen, it's hard to talk too much shit when I'm sitting however fucking far away. If I was there, I'd talk just as much shit as I possibly could. I'd also be a hell of a lot more intoxicated than I am right now. Oh, you gotta have you gotta have beer to talk shit. Oh, I don't have to have beer to talk shit, but it definitely helps. Uh, yeah, I guess. Especially the other one on the phone. Is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. Okay. I think I he's think. trying to get his Obama phone working. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still, I'm just driving. You can't talk and drive, Cody? Yeah. So when the fuck are we being invited up again? You're invited anytime you want. Yeah, I don't know about it. Do you know why we didn't do Midget Week this year? The Outlaws didn't come come to Terre Haute this year. No, but they did. They came to Tri State. We wouldn't go with me. Bullshit. I invited him. Did you go? No, because I never heard back. Uh-huh, <laughs> right. There we go. No, the reason I didn't do Midget Week this year is because we had a meeting scheduled at work. We were supposed to be up at Moline for that whole week. Yep, see? Tell them to fucking change it. <laughs> right? They ain't had meetings for the last 20 fucking years during Midget Week. No shit. Yeah. No shit. We'll definitely hit Midget right. Week next year. I thought you pulled more strings than that. How about Dirt in December? Dirt in December in St. Louis. Yep. Yep. Are you going? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Ain't no dirt here in December. It's all fucking ice and shit. In the it's indoors. The Gateway Nationals down there at. Uh, it's in America. I was, I was just, I was just trying to make water. this conversation interesting. Is all I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's talking shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you don't invite none of them over to fucking meet us whenever we come up there. Yeah, he didn't. I don't know what that fucking deal's about. 
I didn't even know you guys come here. I'll definitely sit and talk shit. Oh boy, here we go. Right. I mean, I found the common denominator. Yeah. He doesn't want. He doesn't want his friends to become friends with his other friends, because then he's gonna get addicted. No. Do you want to know what it is, Gino? What? You guys are over in the middle of the week. Justin works for CSX. He's probably in a different state while you guys are here. That's true. Well, he turned that some bitch around. Damn. Take the week off. We only played it fucking six months in advance. Oh, I got better things to do with my whole week. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Trust me. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, then, fucking, there's no excuse then. I'm going to Florida tomorrow, tonight. Where do you guys I'll live? I'll meet you there. I live in North Carolina. Oh, that's too far over. Just hook a left and fucking come this way. Well, I was working. There's a train track that runs right down the fucking road from my house. Just take that one. Yeah, I was uh, working over in North Carolina, but I worked there about every year. Do you work well, in the part. Charlotte area? Yeah. That's where he's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep, work around Charlotte about every year. <clears throat> Hell, my work is right by whatever, whatever one of the main hubs are down here. There's a lot of fucking track. There's a lot of tracks to get onto there. At Norfolk yeah. Southern, CSX, all kinds of shit. Start telling. Them. There's a lot of them that piss me the fuck off. So damn. Well, that's, good. Yeah. that's good. Why do they piss you off? Because they don't stop me on the way back to the shop when I'm on the clock. They stop me on the way out when I'm trying to get to the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> well, yep, yeah, that'll do it. They stop me from doing all kinds of shit. <laughs> Having a life. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, you guys have a wonderful evening. You too. What's your names again? We'll talk to you in about six months. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. We'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. Oh, shit. They are a lot of fun. We do have a lot of fun when they come. Oh, yeah, you have to have them up here. Get drunk and talk too much shit. People, I don't yeah, know. I need to have them on a weekend. Because mm-hmm. usually we do it through the week. It's usually midget week. Oh, okay. They'll roll in like Wednesday and then leave on Sunday. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Well, that's still the weekend. We're still here on the weekend. Yeah, but yeah, we're going have, to the have, races. Have them for a weekend. We'll actually make them do some manly stuff. Manly stuff? Yeah. Besides running around them fucking... Oh, Gene shoots a bow. He bought a bow from me. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, all right. He shoots a bow. About time. Yep. Did he just buy one or did he actually shoot it? Um, I don't know. Uh, he bought it and then went through a bunch of shit, kind of like you did. Yeah. And so I'm not sure where that ended up, if he still shoots oh, or not. Okay. But he here on one of the was that the quiet guy you're midget about? weeks? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh. One of the midget weeks, we shot bows out here, and he, like, loved it. Okay. like, I want one of those. So I made him a hell of a deal on a PSE bow and some arrows, and, and everything. he went and got a target, took the bow oh, local yeah. to get set up, and yeah. That's <laughs> so awesome. he was enjoying it. That's good. Till his world blew up. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. It usually turns out better in the end, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'm I mean, a, you're I'm, in a better spot now. I'm a whole lot less stressed out. Are you? Yeah. And I have more to stress about. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. I guess you do. I think that's a wasp that's just flying around. It's all right. He's not hurting anything. I'm going to kick his ass here in a second. Don't kick his ass. He's probably keeping some of the 
Plus he's a mouse and stings it on the ass. <laughs> Just drops in. Suicide bomber. Uh, well, they really brought down the fucking podcast, didn't they? Yeah, they did. We were on a roll. And then all of a sudden, fuck, it's all over. Hit the brakes. Yeah, brakes have been hit. Hit the brakes. Yeah. Yeah, that is a wasp. <laughs> He just did a flyby. A bunch of times. He just did a flyby. Shit. He's good. All right. So you're going to Florida. Going to Florida tonight. What part of Florida? Uh, Siesta Key down south of Tampa. South of Tampa. 16 hour drive. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to be a fucking thousand dollar flight plus another or like 800 or six to 800 dollar flight plus. Twelve hundred bucks for a fucking rental car for ten days. Are you serious? Twelve hundred dollars for yeah, a car? Thousand dollars or something like that, and then you got to put gas in the son of a bitch. So it's only going to cost us four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars round trip, just to, just to drive in gas. Yeah, five hundred bucks. What are you taking? Her SUV. SUV. Yeah. What's it get? About like my truck. About seventeen, eighteen, twenty-two. Oh, twenty-two. Yeah. You get that in your truck? Yeah, bully dog, man. I'm telling you. I've got a tuner on mine. Not as good as mine, apparently. Apparently not. I don't get 22. <laughs> you don't? I get 22, 24. On no, my I get about 18. Really? I'm talking overall. Like, you calculate your fuel mileage from yeah, the tank, yeah. not just what your dash says as you're going down yeah, the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get good I mean, mileage. if that was the thing, then yeah, well, I get 22. I get, I get 500 and almost 600 miles to a tank when I'm, if I drive to work. Do you? Yeah. Five hundred. Yeah, you, I usually average around five hundred and sixty miles per tank. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I quit filling mine up only because I hardly ever drive it. Oh, so yeah. if I'm gonna drive it, I'll put thirty bucks in it and give me about three um, gallons. Yeah, it costs me about. I mean, it does cost me a hundred bucks a week in gas. Are you driving your car now? Right now, transmission went out of my car. Oh, that's right. I got, like I said, I got shit on my brain. Oh, that's so, right, right. We bought the camper. And then as soon as we bought the camper, the air conditioner went out in the house. As soon as we got the air conditioner figured out, the fucking transmission went out in my car. And they went $3,300 put a fucking transmission in it. Still cheaper than buying another car. That's very true. Those cars right now go for just as much as what I bought it for. Are you shitting me? Yep. In 2014. Really? Yep. I looked at them online. With How a, is that with possible? A, well, in better shape than the one mine's in as far as cosmetic wise. Right. But with a little bit less mileage, they're going for, for nine to $10,000. How? Just, There's not that much car there. I, I have no fucking idea. I guess it was just with gas and everything. So just like, People oh, want them because supply, they're good on Supply and demand, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be damned. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here. After, after I learned that, I'm like. Uh, I'm not getting rid of it. Like I'm not, I can't, I just, well, didn't you say you had somebody with a, like a bootleg transmission or something? Uh, no. So there's a lot of guys out there that'll put the transmission in for like 500 bucks transmission and everything like, but I have to find a transmission, but to get a transmission for that car, cause it's a standard. Nobody fucking drives the fucking standard anymore. Cause I have to get like that in a clutch kit with, you know, wear plate and right. And yeah. That shit. Uh, so but to do that, I have to find a transmission and then order the clutch kit myself and then take it to them and then have them put it in. Okay. That's all fine and dandy, but as of right now, the only one I can have that's been rebuilt, shipped in, 
it's going to be like, I think, 1200 bucks. So 1200 and then 500 but to I install? Have to ship from Arizona. <laughs> it's close. That's the only one I've been able to find so far. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Like an actual Too ship. bad you didn't know anybody that ran down that way. Uh, yeah, no shit. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Slip him a hundred bucks to just grab it and bring it back. Yeah. But I think that was twelve hundred bucks shipped. But I, I still but with vacation going on because we got vacation coming this week. And I was just sitting here going, you know what? I'm not gonna fuck with it until we get back. Well, I mean the the good news is you have another vehicle. I do. Yeah, you have the truck. truck. As long as it doesn't Everything. break down, you're golden. And fingers crossed. Everything's good. I didn't got that many miles on it. So. Yeah. How many miles you got now on your truck? A hundred. hundred? I put a lot of miles on it. Yeah. Yeah. Put a lot of miles on everything. I've got, so I've had my truck year and a half and I've put 10,000 miles on it. Really? Yeah. And I wouldn't have that much on it if it wouldn't have been for Carter and Cameron driving it quite a bit. Oh, really? Like well, Carter drove it to school for three weeks and Cameron borrowed it for a week or two to move. And yeah. otherwise it just sits in the shed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it goes. I mean, I don't like the problem was when Trump was in office, I could fill up my truck for 30 bucks. No shit. I, that's not a joke. And yeah. Now it's 120 bucks. Yeah. And uh, I mean, for a long time, gas was a dollar sixty. Yeah, I mean, it was. I know. We just didn't pay attention. I know. And so I was sitting there I think going, about that when I fill up the fucking gas can to mow the yard. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> You're like, this used to cost eight I'm, bucks. I'm like, I'm sitting, I, I actually stressed out one day. I was like, okay, so the side by side doesn't have gas. I was like, my weed eater needs, can needs filled up. I was like, and I need to fill up the big gas can. And I'm like, that's going to be fucking $70. I'm like, I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Yeah. That real, that I just, know. Just to run that shit for fun, besides a weed eater, but that's just a little can. It's like my mower holds 11 gallons. I said, fuck it, I just siphon the gas out of the car. It ain't running anyway. It's full. <laughs> my mower holds 11 gallons. It's 50 bucks to fill up a fucking lawnmower. Holy fuck, yeah, it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. It, it legit cost $120 to fill up our truck. Right? Yeah, that's, I know. That's, that's why I quit filling it up. I thought, you know what? No more than I drive it. I'll let it sit on E or an eighth of a tank. And if I'm going to go somewhere, I'll throw 